Encounters with Grace, looking for love in all the right places. Encounters with Grace is a compilation of essays, prose, and images based on the musings of the urban herbalist Charlene Marie Muhammad. In 2019, Encounters with Grace is dedicated to 365 days of Finding Nemo, never-ending moments of openness to the universal principles of peace. Encounter number 23, Where God Lives. Driving through the city of Silver Spring in Maryland, I came across a peculiar roadway populated by edifices dedicated to worship. Temples, synagogues, mosques, chapels, churches, and gathering places representing a multitude of faith traditions, several of which I did not know existed, scattered along a 10-mile strip of New Hampshire Avenue. Wow, I mused. I guess this is where God lives. But of course, I needed to know more about this interesting collection of spiritual expressions and how they happen to be in one place and space at this time. In an article I found by Susan Levine, published in the Washington Post, entitled A Place of Prayer, this section of New Hampshire Avenue is known as the Highway to Heaven. Levine writes, to traverse these 10 miles between the Capitol Beltway and Sandy Spring Road is to tour the world's major religions in all their seemingly infinite variations. What is most striking to me as I gaze out my windshield is the variations of beauty displayed in the edifice architecture. From wood to stone, in all hues of the rainbow, these houses of worship on the asphalt river of religion represents mankind's attempt to honor the nature of humanity, just as our plants do in the beauty of their common varietal species display. Flying 30,000 feet above the planet in which we live, the beauty of the earth and sky touches me. I am reminded of one of my favorite biblical verses, Psalms 24. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, so rejoice and be glad in it. The heavens, we are taught and told, is above the clouds. Drinking in the views of this heavenly landscape, I see why we agree that this too is where God lives. Heaven or earth, brick or mortar, God does indeed dwell. And yet life on earth is frightening. It seems like people are forgetting this is where God is. A few months ago, I took a fast from drinking in the media. Over this past decade or two, our journalistic privilege has become more like Tales of the Crypt, assuring that everyone living in trepidation and fear to justify the industry's need to declare what is newsworthy. I found that instead of informing us, this media monstros is dividing us. Mankind, it seems, is at war not only with self, but also with the planet. Did he forget that this is where we live? John Kabat-Zinn writes, quote, All faces resemble each other, yet how easily we see in each uniqueness, individuality, and identity. How deeply we value these differences. The ocean is a whole, but it has countless waves, everyone different from all the others. It has currents, each unique, ever-changing. The bottom is a landscape all its own, different everywhere, similarly the sea, the shoreline. The atmosphere is whole, but its currents have unique signatures, even though they are just wind. Life on Earth is a whole, yet it expresses itself in unique time-bound bodies, microscopic or visible, 
plant or animal, extinct or living. So there can be no one place to be. There can be no one way to be, no one way to practice, no one way to learn, no one way to love, no one way to grow or to heal, no one way to live, no one way to feel, no one thing to know or be known, end quote. So our commonality is in our uniqueness. We all, humans and other living creatures, have the ability of expression and our unique expression is what gives color to our universe. We are all, humans and other living creatures, created in degrees. In mathematical terms, a degree describes one ability to be free. A degree of freedom is any of the number of independent quantities necessary to express the value of all the variable properties of a system. The less constraining space a quantity has, the more its degrees of freedom. Those variable properties are our unique expression in this system we call life. Knowledge is the system that defines our space. Proper knowledge or truth eases the constraint of ignorance. Fake news, like the emperor with no clothes on, squeezes the constraint like a vice grip on metal, and our ability to think clearly and live freely is null. So if practicing Christians say God's live in the church, and practicing Muslims says Allah lives in the mosque, and practicing Jews say Jehovah lives in the temple, and practicing Hindus say Shiva lives in the ashram, and practicing Buddhists say Siddhartha lives under the Bodhi tree, and all this spiritual cooperation is sampled on a 10-mile stretch of road right outside the door of this nation's capital, should not we all practice in these degrees of freedom we profess to believe in? Now, if the spiritual stuff doesn't move your scientific mind, then consider the words of our awesomely renowned African-American astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson, whose mind lives in degrees of freedom that stretches across galaxies and in and out of black holes of space. Neil writes, We are part of this universe. We are in this universe. But perhaps more important than both of those facts is that the universe is in us. We are indeed where God lives.